tuned in live here to another edition of Pusher Mania's podcast. My name is Matt Sanzala, and the other night I was sitting here at my desk burning the midnight oils, trying to get a little extra work done on a Saturday night. I flicked on my laptop, and a lot of times I'll just throw my headphones in the laptop and put on some internet radio or put on some MP3s or something I've got on, on uh, the computer here. But uh, I got a brand new little radio, of all things, for my desk for Christmas. And I had it on the corner of my desk, and I was like, man, it's it's like 11, 11.30 at night. I'm going to see what KZI is talking about. Turned on KZI right in the middle of this dude's song. The song was called What Happened to Austin. The hook was real catchy and compelling. And thankfully, the DJ came on right afterwards and told me his name. The artist's name was Lynch. I wrote it down. I was like, Lynch, what happened to Austin? And I went and searched on SoundCloud. I found the song. We found each other on Facebook, and he's here today. Austin, Texas, let me uh, introduce you to Lynch. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Now, the song is a powerful one, and I say this all the time on my podcast and on the playlist. Like, I, I'm going to tell you straight up, I don't listen to a lot of rap music anymore, to be honest. With you. I listen to a lot of rap music, actually, but in the context of how much is really out there these days, I don't listen to a lot of that bullshit, dude. <laughs> I want to hear a message, and I don't really care what... You know these artists are talking about as long as they're talking about something and, and and when i heard this one though it really resonated with me i do care about what you're talking about on this song can you give me a little bit of background on yourself who you are where you're from and uh, how this song came about yes sir well uh my name is lynch uh otherwise known as Lawrence martinez hey um i'm from um i'm originally austinite came from the south side families from the east side you know i guess the if you're from anywhere from Austin and you're uh, you're a Chicano child, you're gonna be from the East Side somehow, some way. Um, I was a I was a product of the '90s. I grew up on '90s hip hop, the Public Enemy, the Chuck D, the Ice Cube, the Bop Gun, all that good stuff. And uh, then I grew up when I was going to school. It was the whole H Town movement was taking over. I was a screwhead. Actually, I have a screw tattooed on the top of my head. <laughs> uh, rest in peace, Robert Davis. While we're at it, but at the same time. Um, here lately, I've been very uninspired by what I've heard. So uh, I just kind of took a step back. I was uh, I was trying to do my thing in 09, trying to get it going, trying to you know be original, trying to break from the norm and not be so uniform and try to be a cookie-cutter rapper. I tried. I tried. It's no avail. I couldn't get anybody to actually take me seriously because I wasn't chanting. I wasn't lying. I wasn't uh, exaggerating. I wasn't doing all the stuff that makes me not want to listen to rap now. And then I started realizing that not only was uh, change taking place in the rap community, it was taking place in my own backyard. And gentrification really caught my eye. And when that happened, it, it, it started to, I was kind of excited in the beginning because we were always a small town here in Austin. And then all, all of a sudden we started getting some notoriety and some recognition. I didn't know the price that would come with that though. And I started realizing what was going on in the East Side. You know, our roots were being pulled out. We are being derooted and we are getting pushed out, taxed out. And that's when I came up with this song. Because I just had one question and that was, what happened to Austin? I started looking around and realizing that the place I grew up in was being invaded. And uh, I had a big problem with it and I still too, I still have a problem with it. And so until someone starts noticing what I'm talking about, I'm going to keep on asking the question. I'm going to keep on trying to push this song and. Thanks to you, man. I have another avenue to do that. Well, that's why we're talking, because people are noticing what's going on. You're not the only person that's seeing what's happening and the change that's happening here in Austin. Why don't we get into the song right now? So I don't want to get too much into it and, and people don't know what we're talking about, man. Let's talk about the song. 
that brought us together here today. This is from Lynch from right here in Austin, Texas, and it's called What Happened to Austin. East Austin business owners say they woke up this morning to find their store destroyed. It wasn't vandals, but a demolition crew that had all the right permits. How does something like this happen? How does something like this happen? How does something like this happen? It's a must, we compete for profit When it goes to the deepest pockets He was all about peace and progress Way before you called it Caesar Chavez It was first street and the worst street Bunch of Mexicanos on a seven day work week Selling raspas, corn and piñatas Back when all the casas were owned by la raza There were rascals riding down Haskell Now it's full of bottles on bikes with satchels Oh you mad bro, how you think we feel? Kick us out the barrio and now you wanna rebuild Mr. Hipster, boy you must have missed ya Made back on his way back to Lago Vista It's the east side, it's the rest of peace side Better put your mask on for you shake the beehive And my father from the grave telling me I gotta do it Boy, let the match and you got the light of fluid And keep it all real, if you don't, you're gonna ruin it And don't you hold back, don't you dare all the If I was born in Munich, then I bet I would remember Everything that happened on that black September day Better stand up from the A, best believe that a bottle got something to say Silk Park wasn't always for the hippies It was segregated to the 1960s Built up an interstate, hoping to discriminate Hoping we would stay put and we would never penetrate The west side of 35, isn't it ironic that we were exiled Now these motherfuckers want it back Gentrification, been hit the pageant Now the whole city knows lynch is amazing My beautiful city, my beautiful home It was so naturally perfect I wish they'd leave you alone I see that you grown I see that you're shining For the world ever knew what you were A beautiful diamond Such a beautiful diamond Making beautiful sounds You were the live music capital The violin crown Still take pride in my testing But it's changing too often Got me asking myself If I know what happened to Austin Feels so good to get it off my chest Even though a couple fools wanna stop my quest Still got my skipper pin from the Aqua Fest Still never been to South by Southwest Seen what they did to the friends on Congress Had it wanna do the same thing in Montopolis Make it all spotless, take out the time Grow, raise up the taxes, build up the condo What about the history, what about the movement Everyone who fought for the sake of improvement Back to the old suit, every time I roll through I'm afraid Pan Am's gonna be a hopeful Every thought that, that we fought back Finally came together, man, we could all stop that We could look back, say we did that we all took from it, now it's time that we get back It feels right there where my grandpa played Crystal Ray Church where my grandma prayed Santa Rita calls my fam all stay Back when Lil Joe used to jam all day Now it's in the 4-5, now it's in the 0-4 Not a bit of condos up and down so cold Me up on the 4-4 where we get it poppin' While I rip, keep climbing, but the crime ain't dropping. I don't understand shit around here no more Feel like a transplant everywhere that I go Million dollar homes, you can see them on Zillow You don't gotta look for you can see them on Willow Head up on my pillow, but I'm feeling so restless Half these motherfuckers ain't even from Texas Lonely that you got a park yelling out fuel Keep it down, buddy, you scared my poodle My spoof or my pupils, feel the way that I do Respect our intelligence, we're tired of being lied to You act like we're blind to what's going on in front of us Gentrification benefits none of us Some of us sell dope, some of us steal Most of us work hard and always will We ain't trying to get rich, we just trying to pay bills Fuck you and your multi-million dollar deal, bro My beautiful city, my beautiful home We were so naturally perfect I wish they'd leave you alone I see that you grown I see that you shining For the world ever knew what you were A beautiful diamond Such a beautiful diamond Making beautiful sounds You the live music capital The violin crown Still take pride in my testing But it's changing too often Got me asking myself If I know what happened to Austin Now, I didn't say, Lynch, 
uh, the song's called What Happened to Austin, but in parentheses at the end, you say, My Beautiful City. Yes, sir. My Beautiful City, My Beautiful Home, you know. Uh, it was beautiful. It is beautiful. It's uh, I guess we took for granted how beautiful it actually is. Uh, Austin was, uh, it was a hidden gem once upon a time, but now not so much. And I think that's a very sad uh, occurrence. I, I wish it wasn't that way. I'm glad that everybody is uh, taking an interest in this beauty. But also, they have to realize that when they come down here, and when they come here, they have to come and be a part of what's going on here. If you want to bring your culture down here and make it, you know, make it like where you were at, you might as well just stay where you're at, in my opinion, because Austin's unique, and we don't want to be like anybody else. And that's the whole reason that I got in the rap game was to be original. I want a representation of Austin, and I'm an original Austinite. Austin was an original city, and now I think it's becoming more of a, a product of everywhere else. There's definitely some of that happening here. I, I'm not going to throw in the towel completely for Austin yet, but the reason this song resonates is you're not just complaining. You're not just saying, you know, oh, what happened to my Austin? You do ask that question, but, I mean, you open up your song with a very real occurrence. Like, you open it up with a news clip talking about one of the pinata shops on Cesar Chavez. You say it used to be called First Street, and I want you to talk about the, the that as well. But for those who don't know, here in Austin, we have a big, we have a lot of big events, South by Southwest, and, and this was not by fault of South by Southwest, as far as I know. But this is someone looking to throw a party during the South by, yeah, yeah. and right before they were trying to capitalize on that, and ended up without while the people were still under their lease. Okay, tell them a little bit more about that. An independent Latino-owned business on Cesar Chavez that used to be a straight-up Latino neighborhood. Yeah. Got bulldozed, literally bulldozed. Yeah, well, I guess in, in the middle of the night, I guess you could say. Well, what happened was they didn't actually own the building. They uh, they were leasing, but they had just I think re-signed another lease and they released the building. It was they were they had all the merchandise in it, and apparently in the middle of the night, just being at the shop, you know, ready to open up the next morning. When they got there, it was demolished, bulldozed to the ground. I mean, with no. The landowners actually had permits to do it. They didn't inform the people. They just went right under their nose, took it right out. And the sad part is, is Cesar Chavez, Cesar Chavez, it, it was it was First Street, it was East First, and it was the forgotten part of Austin. It was just kind of, you know, full of little restaurants, little dives, things where the Chicano people, you know, they hung out and they had fun and they lived their lives for many, many years. And all of a sudden, you know, people started realizing, hey, it's pretty close to downtown. We could we could make more bars over here. This could be another uh, another alternative to Sixth Street, like another warehouse district. And that's what's going on. But unfortunately, they're doing it, you know, without asking. They're they're pushing everybody out, and they're doing it to Austinites. It's and they're doing it for the enjoyment of people who aren't even from here. And I think that's the sad part about it. Yeah, I mean, it, people can say, hey, how could you complain? I mean, you know, you got to share whatever you can say. At the same time, it's like it's not happening to your city. It's happening to your to our home. We're like the native Hawaiians already. There's very few of us here, and uh, it's almost like if you see someone from Austin, like, you have to ask now. If you're in Austin, you ask, "Hey, where are you from?" It's no longer assumed that you grew up here, unless you have like a capital tattooed on your head. <laughs> you know what I mean? But at the same time, it's 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 an unfortunate situation. And I think unless someone stands up, it's going to keep on happening. And that's what I did. I, I stood up, and I'm going to keep on standing up for small business owners all across the board and for East Austinites in particular. Well, the fact of the matter is it is happening all over the world. Things like similar things. You can talk to people from China who think they say that Shanghai is not what it used to be. I mean, yeah. 
there's development happening all, th- all over Africa, all over the world. It's, it's happening and our cities are changing. But Austin was always such a small place. In my opinion, I definitely didn't come here. I came here to get away from the bigger city and the, and the traffic and the craziness, man. But talk a little bit about that East Austin neighborhood. It was It's in close proximity to downtown, sure. But it wasn't even that long ago, man, when we only had, we had like the scoot in doing live music over there and stuff. But the man, those bars that are hipster bars now are can were cantinas, like straight up cantinas. I remember when I worked at uh, the festival, it was hard to get venues to book hip hop at that time. Early on in the mid two thousands, you know, I had a real struggle getting some of the venues to even want hip hop during South by Southwest at all. So I actually took one of our venue booker not not venue, the guy who managed you know all the venues who like signed him up to be a part of it yeah. i took him over to what is now the white horse back when it was still a canteen and i was like this would be a great room it's a great room for live music yeah. and and I, I walked in there and you know what went on in cantinas man the ladies along the bar listen every man when i i have no problem going in anywhere ever i'm cool i'm going any situation we walked in that motherfucker it was every head turned it was like a movie they were like what and i was like but yeah but it was prop and I, then i look back and i'm like yeah they're like here comes another fucking stupid gringo trying to buy our shit or trying to yeah. take over our shit and now what is it it's a totally hipster country bar wow it's funny you say that the first time i ever did a show it was at a bar called the office which is now the hard luck lounge and it's got a celtic vibe that place was such a dive I mean, it, you didn't. You weren't supposed to wear your Air Force Ones there because you would get dusty as fuck, you know. But it wasn't just that place. It was a, a place they call the Violet Crown Social Club. Now, that was Iron Gate. My parents, my grandparents, I think my great grandparents drank there. You know, those were traditions. Hey, when you get turned twenty one, I'm gonna take you to Iron Gate, get y'all fucked up. I promise. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now I don't even think we'll be allowed in there. Actually, you know, when I say we, it's the people who came from there. And the sad part is, is that some of a lot of people still do live there. As much as many people have been pushed out, a lot of people stayed, and they can't even go in their own neighborhood and 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 not get dirty looks. It used to be, yeah, if you went to the other side of town, you might get looked at crazy. Now you're getting looked at. And made to be made to feel like a stranger in your own body, and that's the sad part to me. The it, it's a it's it's places like the Iron Gate, it's places like the Hard Luck Lounge, all kinds of places that don't even exist anymore, and places like Mr. Max that are being taken over, and a place like the Laundrette that just popped up, Holly Power Plant, you know, was a big nuisance to the people in East Austin. It was a big, it was an eight-story structure that made huge amounts of noise you talk about the apd getting called for uh the weston wow holly power plant had a 12 foot wall to reduce noise on an eight story structure just let that sink in they fought for 30 years to get it out once they got it out the people who fought for it could no longer live there because they couldn't afford the taxes now okay the power plant's gone now we can actually move some people in here and make some money off this place why why couldn't the people you know enjoy their victory? Why couldn't they you know stay where they where they were planted? You know nobody wanted that part of town, and all of a sudden we want it back, and you got to leave. And sorry, we don't care how much history you have here. We don't care that your children were born here, that your children were raised here, that you learn how to ride a bike here. That doesn't matter. What matters is the bottom line. And uh, I just think that's kind of a sad occurrence, especially with the the people that Austin used to have fighting for it, the grassroots movement. Austin was a hippie town, and hippies were all about peace, man, and it seems like we're uh, we're getting pushed out and the protests are going unheard. 
Well, what I liked most about the song was you weren't, like I said before, you weren't just complaining. You talked about real facts. And if you anybody ever took the time to study the segregation of Austin and the history of segregation in Austin, you know that that I-35 was a big dividing line. And a lot of communities were pushed over into those east side neighborhoods. And now I think you said in the song, it's like the, they want it back now. Yeah. All of a sudden, you know, what, what was wasteland? Like, oh, 35 was put there for a reason. I mean, they had three different projects, and I didn't know this up until now. There was the Santa Rita projects, the Chalmers Courts, and the uh, the Rosewood projects. The Rosewood projects were for the black, uh, poor families. Santa Rita was for the Mexicans, and the poor whites were exiled to Chalmers. That's where the poor people were meant to live. 35 was built to pretty much as almost like a border. It was meant to keep people from invading the west part of, of Austin. There's not too many minorities that are originate from, like the O'Henry area and stuff like that. That's by design. And uh, I don't know when it occurred to them, like, hey, wait a minute, we want that too. I guess maybe when it got to, got to the point where they realized, hey, we can go buy that for $40,000 and uh, raise the taxes up and we can sell it for three hundred, And uh, that's pretty lucrative, I guess. I mean, they know exactly what they were doing. And when I say they, it's the people in power. And unfortunately, if we don't stand up, it's, it's going to happen and it's already taking place. You're going to look up and you're not going to recognize where you grew up at. I literally went to the east side, took, took a, a left turn on the street that I used to recognize. I did not know where I was at. And there was an entire community of condos smack dab in the place that used to be crack infested. So, I mean, I guess it's good. The crack might not be there no more. But there was always good people in those neighborhoods that tried to get the crack out. They got the crack out, and now they got to get their ass out along with the crack. And I just think that's, excuse my language, pretty fucked up if you ask me, bro. You know. Well, I mean, I think about myself coming here from Houston in the early 90s, and I noticed it right away. Like, when I started getting involved in, in the hip-hop community here and working with the artists and, and just trying to explore what was going on in Austin, I saw that big dividing line, and I was like, man, this is crazy. Like, I've never seen, like, that sort of segregation before. And it really tripped me out. But you know what I loved about Austin back then when I would come here? Was all the local business. Yeah. Like, I came to Austin and it wasn't like Houston, man. I mean, there was, a, they, there was maybe a two pesos or whatever. There's some, some of the same fast food or a couple of different things that were similar here and there. But Austin was Austin. Houston was Houston. Yeah. Austin, I would go to, you know, you'd say the hippie spots. You'd go in the places and you'd be like, what is, you know, this is so chill. What good vibes. But not even just that. The Mexican food. The family restaurants. Like, dude, where's that soul food place on East 6? What was that called? Like, where's like, where's all these little family businesses that have been pushed out is what bothers me the most. To see all this progress, quote unquote. But a lot of this progress is allowing a lot of generic stuff into these neighborhoods. Now, on the other side of the fence, back then, remember like a world-class, world-renowned sushi restaurant anywhere even in the city. Okay, so we've got really, you know, if you're into that sort of thing, there's some of these things are cool, man. I love good food. You know, I remember back in the day, it was barbecue and Mexican food here, yeah. man, and fast food or whatever. But you came here, you would get really great barbecue or really great Mexican food yeah. for the most part. Now, it, it has opened up a lot of things. My neighborhood where I live, there's every cuisine you can think of. I appreciate that. I like that. But then you look at some of these neighborhoods where they become just hipster bars or condos. Yeah. Man, think about the the lost souls that are buried underneath those of just incredible businesses that were here from the the people who really made awesome what it was and that was the reason i came here and i know for a fact that's the reason a lot of people came to austin was for those vibes the local vibes the local businesses and that sort of thing back in the day i mean i guess the, (laughs) the dream was you stayed here you went to high school here junior high of course 
And then hopefully you got to go to UT. And that was the ultimate dream. You got to stay, you got to go to school where you lived at, you know, and start a family, start a business, start your life in, you know, your hometown for generations to come. And I guess we all assumed that it would stay that way. And it didn't. <laughs> you know, I guess if you're into In N Out Burger, it's all good. You know, if you're into all these, these uh, I'm not into In N Out. I was about Dan's and Franz, <laughs> you know, but Franz is gone. And it's getting replaced with something else. And uh, I'm all for, you know, moving forward and new things. Change can be good. You can't be afraid of change because, I mean, the world, only two things that are constant in this world, change and change. So, I mean, uh, adapt or die. But at the same time, it's just, Austin stood out. It stood out amongst all Texas cities. It, you can you can go to San Antonio, you know what to expect. You can go to Dallas, and you know you got that Metroplex going on over there. Houston, there's a multitude of things it's known for, not really one. But Austin was known for being weird, for being different, for standing out, for being um, a break from the norm. And now it's kind of all gray. There's 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 not really anything that's uh, makes it different anymore. I mean, they call it the live music capital of the world, but now you get complaints about Sixth Street. When did that happen? I mean, you went there knowing it was going to be loud. Now you got people coming here and saying it's too loud. Well, you realize that it's meant to be that way. You realize that's by design. You realize that it's always been that way. And I don't know when we allowed, you know, everybody else to have an influence on what we do here, especially when you just got here. You know, you just got here and now you get to dictate what we do here. I don't know that's how it's supposed to work. But it seems like we're succumbing to that. It seems like we've just thrown our hands up and say, hey, I guess they won. And I, I have something to say about that. And that's why I said it in my song. And it's, it's backed up by a bunch of facts. I'm not just over here on there talking shit and, you know, whining about the changes. I'm over here saying, look, this the way y'all went about it, what y'all are doing and why y'all are doing it. All those all those things are fucked up. And y'all need to change y'all's, y'all's attitude towards us because... Some of us are here to stay, and some of us are not intrigued by a $400,000 check. We're more about our roots. We're more about what's important to us, and that's keeping our essence, keeping our integrity, keeping what makes us who we are, and standing up and you know, and, and standing, standing for something instead of falling for anything. Right, and I don't think Austin's dead. I think there's still good, there's great parts to it. There's still a lot of great people here, but we are being overrun by a lot of people coming in with, with different maybe intentions or lifestyles, yeah. and that's something we have to think about now. I know you work with kids in schools and, yeah. and things like that, and you work to keep them out of trouble and out of gangs. I know I saw you showed me a clip from a news program a couple years ago, yeah. maybe a year, year and a half ago, talking about a program you do after school with youth, talking about getting them out of gangs but or keeping them yeah. from that lifestyle. Now, the headline that caught me was gangs in the suburbs, <laughs> and they're talking about, Gangs are, you wouldn't believe it, they're popping up in our suburbs. It's like, yeah, that's where the inner city people have been pushed, man. This is like some Brazil shit, man, like getting pushed out to the mountains in the favelas. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is this is not any different from that, to be honest. Well, it's funny because, I mean, I have family from Chicago, and I know you used to live there also. And, you know, they talk about places like Bridgeport and Cicero, I believe. I don't, I'm not too familiar with a lot of the names. But I know that once they do get pushed out, a lot of those people had already drawn their lines of territory, you know, like don't cross right here. Well, where everybody gets pushed out, new lines have to be drawn, and more violence occurs. So what you've done is, yeah, you've you've gotten rid of the problem for that area, but you've created a problem for another area. And I guess as long as it all trickles downhill, it doesn't really bother you. If that's the kind of person you are, you can live with yourself, you know, 
you know, just kicking it off to the end of the street, you know, sweeping it all under the rug. One of these days, that rug's going to be so lumpy, I'll bust her ass. You know what I'm saying? So that's what's going to end up happening. Pflugerville, Buda, Kyle, you know, Bastrop, Del Valley. Del Valley was already kind of rough to begin with. Those areas are going to feel the burn of what you're doing. And now you're going to create new problems. And after a while, I don't really know what to expect anymore. I guess it's become so unpredictable that I'm I'm almost not shocked anymore. Like I walk down the street and I don't I don't even recognize where I grew up. At the same time, I don't recognize the people who are around me. And it just feels so foreign. And it's almost like I want to pick up and leave. And I never thought I'd say that because, I mean... ATX, that was where it was at. I mean, I'm from Austin, baby. You go to everybody, everywhere else. Where are you from? I'm from Austin. Oh, you. It's all about Sixth Street. Well, there's so much more to Austin than Sixth Street, but it just seems like I don't know what to brag about anymore when I leave. You want to brag about? We're proud people from Texas. Hey, I'm from Austin. I'm from the South Side. I'm from so and so neighborhood. Yeah, this is where, where Texas is about barbecue. Texas is about this Longhorns and stuff like that. I mean, UT is gonna stay here. But I don't know that you're going to get that same tradition going forward because you're not living in the same city anymore. It's almost like they should rename it because the Austin I grew up in, it, it, it's not dead. You're right. But it's on life support, brother. <laughs> you know, and I, I just want to I just want to say how I feel about it. I mean, I've been here since I was born. Uh, Brackenridge, where I grew up, excuse me, where I was born, that was the only hospital we knew about, you know, and now it's, it's being knocked down. Everything's changing, and I just... God, it's it's almost like it's almost like seeing a family member pass away, because it was such it was a such a part of our fabric, man. It's uh, being taken away from us. Well, I just want to stress one thing here too. This is not just me saying this. Like I moved here from Houston. I came here. My wife's from here, so I had a real valid reason to come here. I didn't just come here chasing some crazy dream or whatever. But you are real Austin. Yes, sir. Like this is not just somebody coming in. Oh my God, they. They closed my taco stand down and put up a torchies and oh my god, it's like uh, or whatever, you know. This is some real issues. Like, yeah. tell me, what were some of your favorite parts of Austin? Not even necessarily the ones that are gone or whatever. What were some of the parts of Austin and things that made you love this city so much? The Aquafest. All right, Selena. It was a uh, is a legend when it comes to Tahano music. Tahano just means Texan, and uh, the Aquafest was something that was so original, so much fun. It was something we look forward to every summer. Now you got stuff like ACL. And I understand that. It's Austin City Limits. It is Austin as well. But things like, you know, the Peter Pan golf, you know, I can't even, there's so many things that, that have, have left that I can't even talk about anymore. You know, you, you always knew that you can go ice skating in North Cross Mall. No one ever went, but we went to go look at it <laughs> because, there were so many landmarks that have been taken away that I can't even remember the last time I can, I can actually tell you. Like, I can't take my kids to the same places I went to because, to be quite honest with you, they change every day. You know, it's almost like every two years, the spot's vacant and there's a brand new business. And I don't even remember what used to be there anymore. You know, my grandmother talks about how there used to be an HEB right there on 6th Street. You know, there was a farmer's market underneath uh the bridge right there in our, uh, where we park all our cars when we go pay our tickets. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like the UT Underground, that's a place that I like to take my kids. I hope that place is there forever. But I know that if someone comes with the right, around, right amount of money, that could be anything. There could be a mall that goes right out there, right downtown. You know, I mean, it's becoming where we used to build out because we had so much space out here in Texas. 
I don't even know when we became, you know, the place that builds right next to each other on top of each other, the bungalows and things like that. You know, it used to be things like, you know, the Dolby Mall, little original spots that you don't even hear about anymore. When I tell people that well, Central Market used to be a mall, Westgate Mall, that was where I hung out at. I hung out at Westgate Mall, you know, and we went to go play Mortal Kombat and go kick it, you know, and that place is not there anymore. It's something similar, but it doesn't have the same vibe. You know, I mean, the Southwood Mall, it's like a laser tag. It's a gold's gym. Those are the places I grew up going to, you know, and now, I mean, they're gone. And they're gone forever, man. So, I mean, uh, the places I miss the most, I miss going to France on Congress, man. I miss that. That was take a trip down Congress. You can see the old school rides. And now it's so congested that, I mean, you cuss somebody out three, four times before you can even get there. And it's almost like you just throw the towel in. Going to Zilker. I mean, the trailer lights used to be able to go with your family. Now it's such a stressful thing. It's almost like you got to you gotta leave work at 3 o'clock just to get there by 6. And it's becoming more of a heartache and more of a pain in the ass than anything. It's it's just so watered down nowadays that I, I don't even know if there's going to be any more traditions that we carry into our future. Will we still do the things that we did as children? Are there still things left to do? Because maybe Southwest by Southwest is still around, but uh, the Aquafest, man, that was the main thing. And if anybody doesn't know what the Aquafest is, it was a a big fucking party on Auditorium Shores, and it was carnival. There was it was like it was amazing. Every summer it came, and it was the place to be. And I don't know, I think it was maybe the mid '90s they shut it down, and there really hasn't been anything like it ever since. Everything's so commercial, but it was it was original. It was everybody you knew, everybody you went to school with. It was a small town kind of thing, and it was very familiar, and it was a great time. And uh, it's unfortunate that uh, we probably won't ever experience anything like that ever again here. Well, I think part of what you're saying is that Austin is kind of mainstreaming itself a bit here, and that's sort of when I see no disrespect to ACL Festival or anybody doing what they do, but ACL Fest sells, what, 150,000 tickets or something crazy, like 75,000 tickets a day for six days or something like that. Like, they yeah. sell a, a massive amount of tickets, and it's a pretty mainstream festival. They, yeah. they get some cool stuff on there, too, but it's it's fairly mainstream. And then so I know for a fact a couple of the uh, cool little festivals that we've liked on the same level of Aquafest. Well, Aquafest was way bigger back then, but some of the stuff yeah. that's come around in, in recent years, they won't be here next year. You know, I thank God for Fun, Fun, Fun Fest to get some alternative to a lot of this thing. But even Fun, Fun, Fun Fest, you're talking about like 15,000 people, right? Man, this city used to be the place that we all came to get weird, man. And and it still is. I, I'm trying to, I want to stress the positive because I still think it's a beautiful city. Like you say, I mean, I live here. One of the main reasons I live here is to be able to go to the lake. You know, all the rivers, all the nature. We're in such close proximity to different lakes and just nature. And, you know, you go out in nature in Houston, you get bit by a scorpion or an alligator for real yeah. here man you can like go camping all over you can go i like that sort of thing man it's beautiful there's still great stuff here in austin but i can see just for myself like working in music mania back in the day man and the the vibes of the music back then like seeing first degree in the parking lot yeah. hustling you know mc fatal those oh, early days yeah that's my brother man for years you know uh though that era was pretty incredible and a lot of fun man and on the other side of things man with like the, the djs here i used to, you know the incredible djs from houston don't get me wrong but i would come here for the kind of like scratch djs who were really just way into it like they had a, it was just such a cool culture and it still is here but when i see the mainstreaming of it and us getting kind of pushed aside it scares me because we are getting overrun by some motherfuckers man <laughs> like it's crazy like i don't want i'm not moving to pflugerville 
You know, so you're not pushing me out there, but that's where half my friends live now. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I'm sorry, dude, but I almost drew a blank when you asked me, like, what y'all, what do you miss? It's almost like fuck from which, which era? Because I mean, it's as the years that went by, it's it's been. A, I mean, people have written articles about gentrification since the 1980s. It's been coming, but I guess. We were so busy enjoying it that we didn't realize what was going on around us. Like, oh, okay, that's cool. They're building that right there. Okay, that's cool. And then out of nowhere, it seemed like when 2010 hit, fuck, they unloaded it. They uh, they opened the floodgates, and now it's almost like we we're, we're just you know holding on to whatever scraps we can. You know, like uh, almost like they dropped a big bomb. I hate to use that analogy, but they you know, and now we're just trying to hold on to little you know evidence that this civilization never even existed. You know, unfortunately, you know, we're holding on to artifacts now. So if you own something from back in the day, I say hold on to it. You know, if you own anything from, you know, Antones or, you know, memorabilia from Stubbs, I mean, I don't think they'll take out Stubbs like we were talking about. But if you own something from any Austin landmark that used to be, you know, the happening spot, I'm surprised Esther Follies is still around, dude. You know, a lot of these places, when I still see them, I'm almost more surprised that they are still around. You know what I mean? Like, if I see a place that's been there for 1930s, anything that has longevity here in Austin is a gym. And if you are a business owner who is actually tuning in, just try to hold on as much as you can. I know that times are hard and, and you know, you got to do what you got to do. And, you know, sometimes you get too old to maintain your business. But if you can, if you're if your dad owns a business out there, take over, you know, pass it along. Keep a tradition going on because, I mean, you don't want whatever we have here to leave. I mean, maybe right now we could band together and actually stop what's going on, stop the bleeding, and keep it original. Maybe it's just a boom we're going through, and, you know, it's a phase. Maybe they'll spend a couple hot motherfucking summers over here and realize you're not in New York anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe 112 will hit them right in the mouth one of these days, and, they'll, you know, they realize that it's not all gravy over here. And we do, you know, it's, you have to bust your ass in the heat, and you know, and we, we've always been a tight-knit community, and I feel like the main thing that we've lost We've, there's no longer an excuse me when you walk by. There's no longer people holding the door for you. Uh, Ma'am, can I help you with that? And that's the part that really bothers me. More than the structures and stuff like that. Times change, people change. I get that, you know. But can we still be Texans? Can we still be, you know, Southern, hospitable? In any kind of way, can we still say thank you, please, and how are you? Good morning. You don't have to say howdy, God damn it, but say good morning. You know what I'm saying? I mean... Tip your cap if you still wear one. I mean, because goddamn, it just seems like we've lost our entire essence. It's like Pac says, return me to my essence. Because even as an adolescent, I refuse to be a convalescent. I mean, and I'm not going to be one either. I'm going to keep on saying, what happened, man? And maybe people will just wake up and realize, man, this dude has a fucking point, man. Like, what the fuck happened to the place I grew up in? I was too busy at work. I was too busy taking my kid to soccer practice to realize, these motherfuckers have taken over. I mean... I'm not cool with that, you know, start your own business, buy local if you can, you know, and just hold on to whatever we have left because it's really special. And if you haven't realized it, I hope I can open your eyes to actually making you see how unique this place really is. Well, that's what's important about your song. You just touched upon it where you were just saying the community is important and the dialogue is important and we have to talk about it and we can't ignore it now. Can we stop condos from being built? Just the two of us? No, man. Things are going to happen, man. If they need places to house all these people, there's all kinds of business going on here. There's a lot of jobs. If you're in the tech sector, the economy is thriving. And at the moment, it doesn't seem so as much. But if you look back five, six, seven, eight, nine years ago when the country was flailing yeah. and Austin and Houston were coming up and really, and they were still, they stayed afloat. Like, yeah. there's a lot to be said That's for that sort of thing. 
there's a lot to be said for that sort of thing. But on a personal level, like I hope the people who do move here become more awesome. Like you touched me with what you just, one of the things you just said, because I was thinking about when the Astros were in the playoffs, I was at a, I was actually at a show. It was a weird kind of noisy jazz, weird kind of punk rockish show at a yoga studio on North Loop. That was like not even a place that normally would have shows, but they put together this thing and people had a keg in the back. We were standing in the back. There was a little creek behind it. Yeah. We we're all, it was like 1985 or some shit, <laughs> 1995 back in some Austin ass party. It was so fun. Yeah. And the, you know, the bands were weird. It was cool. And I was looking on my phone though, cause I didn't want to miss the show, but it was one of the big games for the Astros. Yeah. And I was standing with a group of people. And I just was like, oh, man, yes, they won. You know, I was like, okay, nobody's got to worry now. They won. Everybody can enjoy the show. And I'm talking about these two cornball, tight pants, funny haircut dudes. Yeah. They side-eyed me so hard. Like, everybody else laughed. was like, ha-ha, yeah, Astros. They were like, <laughs> oh they're like, yeah, they were like, totally like, oh, my God. They walked away. Like, I kind of said it to them. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, dudes, everything's cool. They won. They were like, what are you talking to me for? You don't talk to me. I'm like, bitch, this, we talk to you. You In Austin, that's something I learned. Coming from Houston, people talk to you too. But back in the day, you'd come here to Austin. You'd sit down at, at a friend's to eat. Yeah. Some dude was going to sit next to you and tell you some crazy-ass story. Yeah, and you know, it's funny. I went to to, to Freddy's. <laughs> yeah, I went to Freddy's the other day. And that actually finally happened again. This old man, he walked up to me. He said, what's your name? I said, he rolled up to me. He was in a wheelchair. He had just been a, an amputee. His leg just got amputated that week. And he, he told me a story. And he said, what's your name? I said, Lawrence. He said, my name's Lawrence. Get the fuck out of here. And he gave me a piece of jewelry. He wanted me to take it home and save it. And man, I'll always remember that guy. Matter of fact, I pay for his meal. And, and I go back every once in a while. And I, hope, I wait for him. I hope he's there. Because it's almost like, man, I guess it was a nuisance once upon a time. Like, oh, here, this guy's going to talk to me. But it sounds like nobody talks to anybody. Maybe it's part of, you know, technology taking over and everybody's on their phone. But... Austin was the coolest place. You could meet somebody and you become friends with them. And the next thing you know, you're at their house. You're partying with them till four in the morning. And then that becomes your buddy. And, you know, you marry his cousin. Who knows? I mean, there's no networking. There's no, There's nothing going on. And it's not only is it hurting the rap community, it's just hurting the whole vibe. Like, I feel like I'm going to get in a fist fight every time I leave the house because of the, the, the traffic, dude. And it was never like that. You stupid son of a bitch. You know? And it, it's... I know you have Texas plates, but I know you're not from Texas. You can have a big Maryland Turpins, you know, thing on your car, and I, I know where you're from, you know. And it's just, it's not inviting. It's not welcoming anymore, you know. And I remember we used to make songs like Welcome to Austin, and it's almost, it's almost like, nah, <laughs> nah, now I'm making what happened to Austin because, good Lord, if you knew, if even if you came here in 05, it's different. If you came here in 09, it's different. Shit, if you got here last week, it might be different. Who the hell knows? But what I'm saying is, it. How many people is it a day? It's like 150 a day. I think more now. Oh my god, we've got. It was 656,000. I remember there was the population was 656 and some change. Now they say the metroplex is. I mean, the metro area is well over a million easily. They say closer to two million. Two, two million. See, I'm mean, so it's more than double the size, triple, quadruple, whatever you want to say. And okay. First of all, we don't have the highway to, to deal with it. Mopac is a mess. It's a parking lot. And it just, I think when you deal with things like that, it puts everybody in a bad mood. I know, I don't know why you guys came here, but I know that it was for a good reason. And I say that you stick around for a good reason. Let's all, we're going to have to figure out how to make this work. 
because we got to deal with your ways and you got to, you know, become accustomed to where you're at. <laughs> you know what I mean? It shouldn't be the other way around. I went to go live in Falls Church, Virginia for a little while and no one say, hey, man, you know, we're going to start playing DJ Screw at this club just so you come here more. No, they didn't know who DJ Screw was and they didn't care. You know, and, and they were Redskins fan and they let me know about it. This is the land of hook 'em horns, burn orange. You know, this is, you know, Stubbs Barbecue. This is this is A-Town. This is ATX. This is Weird City. You know what I mean? Turn up capital, whatever you want to call it. But at the same time, when do we start saying that? Turn up. We get crunk in Texas. You know, that's what we do. We get thrown. You know, and it used to be a point in time when we were happy and very proud to be from Texas. Now it's almost like, you know, these kids are seeing people from other places come here, and they want to fit in with them. And, and it's, it's almost like a... Uh, I don't know. It's the twilight zone around here now, man. You know, we're living in a reverse universe. And like I said, we got to figure it out. And once we do, maybe we can all get along. And that's what I hope for. I'm not against anybody moving here. I'm not, you know, out to get anybody. I'm just asking one question. What happened to Austin? And is that going to continue to happen in Austin? I hope not. I hope we can hold on. I hope this song can raise awareness, especially gentrification, because that's a real subject. That's people's lives are being messed with there. That's people being pushed out, taxed out. It's a lot of elderly people who are losing their homes and losing family heirlooms and losing, you know, stuff that's supposed to be passed down. Don't let that happen. Don't let it happen to your grandpa. If you didn't know if you're out of town, if you have somebody in East Austin, call in, check in, check up on them, because they might not be there anymore. You know, so, I mean, if you didn't know this was happening in Austin, it is. It's happening everywhere, but I'm not from everywhere. I'm from here. So I decided to speak on it. I appreciate you guys uh, taking the time to listen to me. Thank you, man. Man, for real. So let's end this. We'll play a couple more songs from you. I want to. I definitely don't want to just think that's your only song. I know you've got some history here in Austin. You've got some other stuff online. Why don't, before we go into that, we'll end the show with a couple new ones from you. Or maybe uh, maybe a classic and a new one. We'll figure that out in just a minute. But uh, before we get into the songs, why don't you tell them exactly once again who you are where they can get in touch with you, anything online they need to find, your SoundCloud, your, you used to say MySpace. Yeah, yeah. Huh, we're past MySpace. See, things gone so fast. Back in back in the MySpace days, Austin was so different, man. Yeah, yeah. It actually was. <laughs> it's all Tom's fault, bro. Tom, damn, you deserted us, man. Fuck Mark. <laughs> Already, Lynch, let them know who you are, where you're from, and where they can find you, brother. Already, bro. Um, Lynch Martinez, L-E-N-C-H. That's uh, It's uh, short for Lynchel. So you can find me on YouTube at Brown South TV, or you can just look up what happened to Austin. I do this all the time until the point I can't do it anymore. My number is 512-579-9701, 512-579-9701. Contact me personally. I'm not too cool to answer your phone calls or texts. Brown South ENT at Yahoo. You can reach me there on Facebook. Lynch Martinez on Instagram. It's Lynch uh, BSE. That's BSE as in Brown South Entertainment. So I've been here in Austin for a long time. Don't plan on going anywhere. Um, you can check me out anytime you want to. Get a hold of me personally. Like the Lynch page on Facebook, on Twitter, Lynch BSE. Um, SoundCloud, Lynch, L-E-N-C-H. Real simple. I try to keep it simple because uh, we seem to have a shorter attention span in 2015. Oh, 2016. See, I see what I did there? <laughs> so happy new year, everybody out there. Thanks for tuning in. And, man, big up to Matt, man. You're, uh, you made my day. You came through. There's going to be a video for this song coming through, and we're probably going to be uh, debuting it on a very uh, popular entity. Um, stay tuned. Uh, keep up with me. I hope uh, to gain a couple fans. Hope you like the music, and there's a lot more to come. Thanks, man. Word them up and come back often and hit that follow button on the SoundCloud for the Pusher Mania Podcast Network. We've got podcasts, playlists, all sort of things coming out. We're on iTunes. You can get it all for free. 
tell a friend to tell a friend. I wouldn't mind if you feel this, uh, just if you took this link, shared it on your Facebook, shared it on your Twitter, shared it on your Tumblrs, your Pinterest, wherever you people put your things. Post this up one time for your boy. Again, my name is Matt Sanzala. Pushermania at gmail.com. If you need me there, you can hit me there. Pushermania.com and, of course, soundcloud.com slash pushermania. This is some more music from Lynch. Let us know what you think, and we will be back soon. Confession is yes No one blessed Still I'm stressed And my faith is a mess Nevertheless I guess Marching on not pressed To be the best It's a lifetime Strenuous test Got the best Yeah I take a trip Down memory lane Say a prayer for my heaven In your heavenly name Photographs on my wall Just to help me recall Everybody that I lost Tired of being a Paul Mirror Look in the mirror And I'm scared of the sight And this never ending battle Help prepare for the fight And every night I hit my knees and I pray to the sky While my enemies across town Praying I die Ain't no way in hell I ever give you bitches a chance To stand up on my graveside And do a victory dance At last I send a message to the humble and weak Lord as my shepherd So the ground will never crumble beneath my feet What used to be Is walking away What used to be now Is now yesterday The fight Think about it, Nick, tomorrow never comes There will be the levels made it the bottom of the slums What type of legacy is that to leave behind? Everything short of great, I emphatically decline I'm the black sheep, raised on the black side For mama hit the jackpot, we stayed by the crack spot And I remember well, going to the county jail Just to see my father had the promise I would never tell Living a lie, wishing then I could fly Knew we'd finally be together only when I would die Why's your last name different? Why your hair so thick? And why you always getting love from that Eastside clique? Wish I could tell you, little bro, but it ain't that simple. Plus, if mama find out, she might go mental. But it started in the 80s with a guy named Lincho. You wanna see his picture? Let me find my pencil. Cause she threw him in the fireplace trying to erase almost each and every trace of what all took place. Seen a look upon his face like it all made sense. And he could finally see why they all hate Lynch. What used to be here is walking away What used to be now is now yesterday The fight Think was about it, that tomorrow never comes the There were many that was made it out the bottom of the slums the What type of legacy is that to leave behind? Everybody should great, I emphatically
Remember that I'm so committed It's all in God's hands now, homie, go get it For the words of a wise man Open up your eyes, fam Look up to the skies and you'll never see the prize land On your fucking lap, trust me, it's a fucking rap Ain't you glad you stuck with rap? Now look where all them suckers at Know it's deep inside you, the good love will provide you Supernatural energy, don't use it till it's time to unleash another miracle Lyrical phenomenon Yeah, them hoes been eating, but you bout to make it Ramadan Mama done gave up on me, labeled me a troublemaker Kick me out of fucking crib when daddy met the undertaker Fuck a faker anyway, give a fuck about a friend Born and raised and voted for a hustle out and battle being battling the back pain, fucking with the rap game Promise I will make it, I will put it on my dad's name Because I'm black, man, know you motherfuckers hate it Look at my back now, because of me you never made it They never understand, they ain't never gon' get it Only one hand, don't know how that man did it But the low got a plan, you just gotta stay committed It's all in God's hands, little homie gon' get it Remember that I won't forgive it They hoping that I'm gon' forget it Remember that I'm so committed It's all in God's hands, little homie gon' get it Feel like no one understands me not even my family Even though I'm in the free I know I should be in the Ramsey Feeling kinda antsy And hoping for a chance See I wanted to be a baller But with no food up in my pantry Came from a humble home Nothing very fancy Grandpa used to dress Similar to Tom Landry Fedora in a sports car Barely could afford so Used to take a bumper back With Dawn on the porch So it humbled me a humbly Asking for another day So I could show my brother Ray That there is another way I showed him how to sell dope and only dress in polo clothes Only got him on the Nova We did at the corner store Coming home with running nose And blood up on my undershirt Spend my check at ecstasy But money coming from the work Had my family under dirt I probably should've wrote to him Sad but true the other half Is probably hooked on opium They won't ever understand They ain't never gon' get it Only one hand Don't know how that man did it But the low got a plan You just gotta stay committed It's all in God's hands Little homie gon' get it that I won't forgive it They hoping that I'm gon' forget it Remember that I'm so committed It's all in God's hands Little homie gon' get it Lynch Lynch, get up, dog. Lynch Lynch, get the fuck up, dog. Lynch, bitch, get up I'm up, I'm up Y'all fucked up and let me up you will metal chain They won't never understand. They ain't never gon' get it. Only one hand, don't know how that man did it. But the low got a plan, you just gotta stay committed. It's all in God's hands, little homie, gon' get it. Remember that I won't forgive it. They hoping that I'm gon' forget it. Remember that I'm so committed. It's all in God's hands, little homie, gon' get it.